Hi again, everybody. This is the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, doing different things in their area of expertise that we can translate into our own lives. And and I know today is going to be one of those days. We've talked to people from uh, CEOs to athletes to all of those different things. And uh, and this person you'll see has has an amazing background in in a bunch of different uh, genres as well. Um, and, and so just before we jump into that, If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know a lot of the people we interview talk about um, writing intentional goals and doing goal setting. And and one of the things that we've done is we've connected with Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner, um, where basically it's just a a planner that helps and very specifically works through how to set goals and and, uh, how to kind of set up journaling and things like that throughout your day. So just jump on our Instagram profile, which is big idea underscore big moves. And you can go in the bio there and you'll see a, a link to that. So So definitely check it out. It uh, will be helpful, I'm sure. Um, The other thing as businesses are starting to open up, I know a lot of people who listen are business owners or are people who are kind of doing some of those things in business. Um, Epitome HR is an HR consulting company that is helping out right now a lot of organizations that are looking at doing things differently for their employees or being able to kind of manage how things have changed as we come out of the pandemic and some of those things as well. So um, definitely check them out. It's www.epitome.com hr.com so it's e-p-i-t-o-m-e-h-r.com and then today I'm, I'm really happy with having the guests that uh, we have today I, I know that uh, we've been trying to get this for a while so this is this is awesome for me um, Christmas Abbott went from a self-described reckless teenager to a top fitness and nutrition um, professional and influencer um, she first um, discovered her kind of self-worth and, and passion um, in her contracting years in Baghdad during Operation Iraqi Freedom um, she went on to compete in the CrossFit Games the USA weightlifting ch- national and made history uh, as being the first female pit crew in NASCAR, which is really cool. And we're going to talk about that, hopefully. Um, She's a national best-selling author, uh, seminar and lifestyle um, educator. And many of you will also know her probably uh, as well for her two stints on uh, on the hit TV show, Big Brother. So um, a very busy life, Christmas. So maybe I'll, I'll, first of all, thank you for taking the time today. I know uh, you've had lots going on, so... Well, I didn't do all those things at once, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, the one thing that I didn't mention, yeah, yeah, well, that's, you've got such an amazing kind of resume already. And, um, but one of the things I didn't mention is that, um, that you're also a relatively new mom, which is, is kind of cool. And maybe I'll, I'll start there. How is, how is that going? Uh, and and how's it impacted you personally? It's the best. I, and it was really, really hard. In the beginning, you know, single mom, two years, um, he's two and a half now, but now I live, um, his dad and I live in the same city. So we, we have this amazing co-parenting relationship and it just, I mean, he is the coolest little dude ever. And I love being a mom and he just, we do our workouts together. He helps me in the kitchen. I'm very much like my job for him really is to create enough space for him to explore. So he figures out what he likes. Yeah. And I just continue to foster that. (laughs) Now, I I know that when you were on the most recent Big Brother, you had to be away for a period of time. How difficult was that for you? And especially when when he would have been pretty young at the time, was was that hard? Yeah, he hadn't yet turned two. He was close to two. And uh, I'm going to like... We were inseparable. Like I was full-time mom until that. And 
it's just, it brought a lot of blessings, but it took a lot. I took a lot of pain. I actually had a nightmare every single night after like the night that I left every single night, um, nonstop. I just had a nightmare about being separated from him yeah. in one way or another. And I don't, you guys see me crying a lot on the show and it's cause I missed him yeah, <laughs> like the, yeah. the game, whatever. Like I can, I can leave it on the field. Right. <laughs> but being away from him was just, it was this really awful torture. Yeah. Probably pretty intense. And I, I and actually, I, I mean, you know, one of the things is that you do because of the, the you, you mentioned it as there were blessings that come from it and other things. How, how hard is that, especially considering, I mean, you have um, you have a big influencer profile and lots of people know you for a whole bunch of different things. Is, is that difficult living your life so publicly sometimes? Is, is that difficult? Um, yeah, because people, you know, they see a, a sliver of, a, you know, what they think and, yep. you know, and they interpret you on a way that is, you know, it's their thoughts and yeah. think it, but I don't know. I just, it wasn't really difficult until, um, until recently, you yeah. know, the last few years have been pretty tough for me Yeah, and it's just, it makes me sad that social media, um, and society just wants to eat you up as soon as they can, instead of, you know, support and love you. And so it's, it is pretty intense at times, but at the same time, like I, since I have been in the public eye for so long and I've gotten some sort of criticism one way or another, I have tough skin and that all led me to be able to not take that personally and know that, know my own character, know that the people that know me best understand that that's not what the situation is. And it's just really, you know, it's, it's nice not to give a what (laughs) I'm at a point in my life, which is really beautiful that, um, I do social media, how I want to do social media now. And I don't have to rely on sponsors. I don't, which is really awesome. And I don't have to rely on anybody's opinion. If you don't like it, go on through. <laughs> well, and one of the things that, uh, you know, is, um, especially with the pandemic, I'm sure, um, is that, uh, you know, you've really started to blow it. I mean, you've got, you've got apps working, you've got a really big kind of online fitness empire almost right now. Has, did things recently, did that accelerate it, I guess, when, when there was so much focus of online fitness and things like that? Did, did that help you or did it just, was it something you were already doing? Uh, it was something I was, I've been doing online training for almost six years now. Yeah. And I just launched a new app, uh, literally right before COVID started, yeah. which is a little bizarre. And so this one, the, the first one that I did was a rev share and this one is completely mine. Yeah. And so I get to control all the content I get to control it. And I'm now I'm actually expanding where I'm bringing on influencers that have like just a different variety of personalities, different variety of workouts mm-hmm. and now I'm excited because it's not all about me and I get to expand and use the blessings that I've received to help somebody else. And so I'm, I'm expanding, I guess the empire, but really I call it my family. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it is pretty cool because you do see a lot of kind of insights into your life and that, that kind of thing as you're, you're building that out as well. Have, have you sharing? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and and that's I think people feel like they do know you through that, and and I'm sure um, that also helps with helping people with their own transformations and things like that's that. Exactly is that right? Exactly why I share is because because like I. <laughs> I'm real stubborn, obviously, with the things that I've done. It's like, tell me I can't. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna do it twice. And so with, I've just had a lot of like wrong decisions. <laughs> I made a lot of wrong decisions. Yeah. And I want people to be able to learn from my mistakes so they don't have to make them. And sometimes you just need somebody to believe in you or you need to know that you're not alone. And that's why I share so much that I do. And it's not a new thing. That's always been me from the very beginning. And I I love, I do love sharing my life and the hard parts because it's important that people see that we're not perfect. Don't put me on a pedestal. I want to be down in the bleachers with you. You know, like it's, it's important to me. And especially with how this, this social media surge is all about perfection and like, you know, face tuning, um, and it just makes me sad because we always, it's unfortunate that we always take something so beautiful and then kind of destroy it. So yeah. I'm just trying to hold on to that, that authentic, you know, have you always been an athlete? Uh, like it, <laughs> when you go back, cause I, I know, you know, people see you as that. Have you always been that heavy athletic person? No, I th- I mean, it's so funny because I talk about my story all the time and people are like, Oh, and they just all assume, yeah. you know, I actually didn't, you know, I played like baseball and cheerleaded for two years in middle school. But then after that, it was like, not like nothing. I went, yeah. I just, I got into a car accident and it just completely derailed me yeah. emotionally. And so I didn't have the self-confidence to do anything. So instead of putting myself out there and facing my fears and, you know, jumping into my fear, I ended up running from it. And that obviously doesn't work because it will catch up. It's just a matter of time. (laughs) And I thought by pretending like I didn't care, I was not gonna, I was protecting myself. And ultimately that's not true. So I, I was smoking, drinking heavy drugs, like heavy. And I was on a very clear path to face down in the ditch yeah. Uh, and then I took the job in Iraq. So, and I still was smoke. I was still was smoking and drinking in Iraq and we had mortar rounds come in and that's when I had the epiphany and the epiphany, the, what I want to tell people is that the epiphany wasn't, I want to be this person. Like yeah. this is what's come from my decision. And my decision that day is that I wanted something better for my life. I didn't believe that I deserved it at the time. I didn't know how to do it. All I knew is I didn't want to die. And if I continued living the life that I was living, I was going to, it was going to happen and it was going to be happening from my own decisions, whether it was me, you know, getting hit by a, you know, a mortar or getting too drunk or even taking my own life possibly. So in that moment, I said, I want something better. And that was, that's literally the the way that I've lived my life since. And did you kind of just, dig into doing because uh, I, I know you went into heavy crossfit at the time and things like that is it was there something in particular that you kind of drove towards at that point or, or what is it that shifted really quickly I ran my first mile on a treadmill and I couldn't walk for a week <laughs> I was just so, like never did it you know I didn't yeah. participate in PE either and yeah. so a couple of weeks later maybe a month later because I was like screw fitness man that's dumb <laughs> I actually um I found the elliptical. <laughs> I was the elliptical queen because I get on there and I could just like go slow motion. 
But when a really cute soldier would walk by, you would think that I was like Richard Simmons or something like that. I was like, (laughs) so I was kind of (laughs) by this external motivation of these, you know, cute soldier boys. I was um, doing inner (laughs) interval elliptical training, and then, (laughs) which is so funny. (laughs) I like I was. It was amazing. I was That's like, oh awesome. yeah, I'm, I'm working hard. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so literally a couple of months go by and I, I find that like my body's changing and it was like overnight. It felt like, and I just looked at it and I was like, oh my God, what is that? Yeah. And I was like feeling it, you know? And so that's when, that's when I got the bug. I was like, Ooh, I want more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I found, you know, and one of the cute soldiers showed me a video of CrossFit. I watched um, Nicole with nasty girls. Yeah. T and Annie Sakamoto. And I was like, that's what I want to do. And I didn't, I just, for the first year, I just was like plopping around doing it myself. Yeah. It's not a good idea. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> remember this is 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like it is not what it is now. It is definitely transitioned and just gone to something completely different, but awesome you know yeah 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 it's it's definitely blown up since that time and uh, yeah a lot more structure around it and things like that as well but um Mm -hmm. uh, so so when you do that I mean now um do you find that it is it easier for you to be aligned with people your clients people you coach things like that because of the journey you've taken do you think like is it something where you're able to connect with them better than maybe you would have before um I mean, I don't, before I changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was so emotionally um, unavailable and withdrawn and just deep, deep in my protective defenses and so much so that I didn't even realize it. And so that's something that I've been working on a lot over the last few years is I was able to connect with people, but um, you know, just, I kept, I saw patterns in my behavior and I was like, okay, there's something more to this. So I started to dig in deep on, um, you know, my patterns, my behavior, why, and then I start going back and it's been really healing. So these last few years have been extraordinary, extraordinarily tough. Yeah. Um, and like, I can't tell you how many times I've just broken down panic attacks, anxiety attacks, uh, anxiety period. And, um, you know, I just recently, literally two months ago, I feel like I really broke through and, and it just came together. Yeah. It's a different yeah. level of happiness, so, I guess. Um, yeah, I definitely would. I never would have wanted anything like this. I never would have thought that I would have deserved this Yeah. before. Wow. So yeah, it, it does. And I feel I'm very empathic and I feel their pain and I, see their frustration and their hopelessness. And so I want them to know that I was there yeah. um, many years ago, but also yeah. recently, just because you have it doesn't mean that like you're, you're healed inside. So I, that's why I really like to share my story because just because you have success doesn't mean that you, you're, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and the other thing that, you know, you've, you've made a big impact on, on people are um, you've broken a lot of barriers. You've done a lot of things where you, you've had some firsts. I mean, we talked about at the very start about you were kind of uh, in a first woman kind of pit crew in, in NASCAR. I mean, you know, 
what is what has that been like? Because you've also been in industries that are very male dominated, male driven, and and things like that. Do you have you seen change in that amount of time? And is it something that you think um, you know? Is it kind of cool that you've impacted that? Yeah, I you know I've actually have you know my first job out of high school I was a construction assistant. So mm-hmm. like <laughs> I literally out of the gate I was in you know male dominating industries left and right and then I went to Iraq guess what like there yeah. aren't many women at all there much less women under 40 and I was 22 bebopping around at the time yeah. um and and then I go into CrossFit which is I was an early adapter mm-hmm. and I was one of the very few females that could keep up with the boys yeah. by the way I like my military boys I love you guys um and, and so like it's I, I guess I, that was a norm for me. I didn't, I never sought it out. You know, I never looked at something and said, okay, let's go, let's go disrupt this and yeah. make a change. And I think that that's part of the blessing is that I just, it, it was part of my role and I kept finding myself in this position or creating this position in a way um, because I have, because I have the strength to do it. And because I wanted to, I can share my story and I'm not, I'm not, I'm just the conduit, right? Yeah. I'm just the tool. And that's how I see it is that it, it's cool to see things changing left and right. And I'm yeah. like, mm, I do feel good about having a part of that, even if it's not recognized. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I was part of that movement. We pushed. You know, the other thing is, is that you've really, um, uh, some of the things that you've ac- accomplished and, and it'd be interesting to know, is this something you plan or is it something that just has happened because of your personality where um, you've, you've created opportunities, obviously, because you've been able to move into certain areas. Is that something um, like, are you a goal setter that you think, okay, I'm really going to tackle A, B, C, and D, or I'm going to make sure that I get you know, on this show or do this on social media, is that a planned thing or is it just something that happens for you? I, it's very organic. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's organic and people are like, oh, things just fall into your lap. No, <laughs> like I'm, I'm the hardest worker you will find. And I realize, you know, like the whole talent versus hard work. <laughs> I am the hard worker. Okay. And I just, it's, <sighs> the reason that I've been able to have these crazy once in a lifetime history breaking experiences is because I was open to saying yes. Yeah. I leaned into my fear. I didn't run from it anymore. And I said, if that scares me, I need to take an examining, I need to examine it. And it's probably going to be a cool experience if I can get out of my own damn way. And the first time I did that was Iraq. And then I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing, but I was so desperate to change my life that I went to a war zone. I said, yes. And everything like when you start saying yes to new experiences and being willing to fail, because guess what? Nobody is like, I, you guys have no idea how bad I've bombed so many things. And I'm okay with that because I'm going to take the lesson and keep moving on. So all of the things that we've actually, the only thing that was really intentional was opening my gym. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else has been like, literally just because I said yes. And I would try something new and, you know, 
be awkward. I'm good at being awkward. And I'm like, I don't care. Like it's going to give me an experience that I don't know. And I don't, I'm okay with not knowing what's going to happen. So it's not about failure from like, my fear isn't about failure. My, my fear is about not living my true potential in life. And that's how I, I'm able to do it is say, you know, just be passionate about what you're doing. And when things come up, say, yes, I recently had this amazing opportunity fall into my lap, fall into my lap. Right. Yep. Quote unquote. Yep. And it's because I said, yes, <laughs> most people, whether they're high performers in, in any different field, um, when you ask them that question, a lot of the time is that it's, they've taken advantage of opportunity and, and that can be in business. It can be in kind of whatever area. Mm-hmm. So it, it sounds like it's something very similar. Yeah. Once I have that little, what I call my magic, right. <laughs> yeah. I get that little tickle or that little curiosity, curiosity, right. I'm very curious. I want to learn. Yeah. Once I have it, I'm in it. And like, that that's when I start planning. Yeah. And that's when like, I become this very, um, I'm like, I call it my monster, like my little monster. It's just the yeah. goal is the only thing I see. So, Well, it <laughs> so, must be that competitiveness, that's, that's, right? Like you are competitive, obviously, if you're kind of in the different things that you've done. I wonder like when you have that goal, are you, um, is it kind of, you know, is there almost an addictive piece to making sure that you achieve the goal at the same time? Uh, previously, yes. Right. Um, but I, here's the thing about my competitiveness is it's that I want to be able to perform my best and some days it's not a hundred percent and that's okay. Um, I I have realistic expectations of myself, but I also want to give myself the opportunity to surprise myself. And I just, I love working towards a goal. I like the process, usually the end result is only as good as the process was. And when you fall in love with the process, the goal actually magnifies. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, comp- I'm actually not competitive with like one-on-one. I don't like that kind of competition. It makes yeah. me uncomfortable. But I mean, if you come at me and like, you, we're going to throw down one-to-one, I'm like, no, no, no. And then if like, then I'll turn it, you don't want me to turn that on towards yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that we ask every guest is, is to have a couple of things that the, the, um, that the, the audience can kind of take away. And because, you know, we've talked a lot about how you've done this kind of, um, uh, you've, you've gone through your own personal transformations a bunch of time, but a lot of what you're doing right now is, is helping other people do that. Are there, are there two or three things that people could do right away? They're listening and thinking, wow, I, you know, I'm inspired to really kind of make some changes in my life from this. Are there a couple of things that you'd suggest that they could do to get that started? Um, yeah, for sure. So one thing that I do with um, my rebels who are on my fitness app and then also I don't have a word for them, but um, with my, my Q team is that we do goal setting and we do short and long-term goals and very specific, but the, the template is very, very simple. Mm-hmm. And it can be applied to whatever. So first of all, I say, like, what is your, you know, we're going to have a certain subject. So it's not so broad. I like kind of narrowing it down for them because people have anxiety with too many options. Yeah. Um, and so I say, okay, this is what we're going to do. What's your six month goal. And I want you to dream, like just dream as big as it you can just imagine how, like make it, just so ridiculous that you even laugh at it and you're really just like, that's, it's just impossible. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
guaranteed impossible. So I write it down, like write it down. And then I say, tell me now it's the second step is give me the details. What is it like? How do you feel? What is achieving that goal going to do for your life? And then how does your life look like? What are you doing? And then what I'm able to really pull out is the why that they probably didn't even recognize. Yeah. Right. So now they have their why. And then third is mindset. And I tell them, I said, I'm not talking about anything in the world, like anything exterior. What blocks do you have in your mind that are going to derail you from achieving this goal? And I explain and expand by saying like, I, me personally, I self-sabotage, you know, this is self-sabotage thoughts. These thoughts come in your head. Who are you to tell somebody about fitness? You were never an athlete, right? Yeah. Who are you to talk about business? You didn't finish college. I think I had one semester of college, right? Yeah. It's just you, and then you hear it and then you're, you create doubt and then you don't do it. And so I tell them, I'm like, what are your thoughts and what are your actions that you're going to try to do to self-sabotage? Because this is, I, I truly believe that we're able to accomplish an incredible amount more than what we give ourselves credit for, but because we self-sabotage and a lot of times we don't even know we're doing it. Yeah. So bringing this awareness to them and I'm like, okay, do you procrastinate? Do you, um, blame somebody else? Do you like, what is it that you talk to your, tell yourself? And then I'd say, write it down, become aware of it. When you hear that voice, know that it's a liar and prove it wrong. You know, lean into your fear. Yeah. And so the last one is action. You can have a great dream, great plan, but if you don't do anything, then it just sits there. So with action, what I do is from that six month point, now we have a measurable goal. And we can have these little milestones that lead up for, to where we are right now. And I honestly believe that if you have something that you're working towards, you know, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. You put time into it every single day, five minutes or five hours. Yeah. If you constantly just give it, feed it, it's one creating this energy in your life that it's just, it has a presence. It has a yeah. seat at the dinner table. And then also you are that slow build is the fast way. (laughs) It's, it's the incremental action that you're talking Mm -hmm. about. I I also love how you talked about the, um, the internal voice and how it's a liar. I think that that's uh, for so many people, even just kind of calling that out is, is really, really important. So. And it's nice to know that like creating that awareness. So you don't actually self-sabotage because then you're like, well, it actually is my fault. I decided not to, I decided not to, not because of anything other. And um, so for me, what I do, I tell my, my people is to have a daily action on, and write it on your mirror. What's this daily action that you can do towards working the, towards that goal. So you're reminded every single day. And it's been, I mean, my team's, yeah. are crushing it. Yeah. And it's yeah. so simple, but so effective. 
You know, well, and it's, like it's probably also because it's a team as well, you've got that additional support. And maybe that's kind of the nice thing to go to is that, it, I mean, people are probably hearing this and, and are, are making their notes of what they want to do moving ahead. Mm -hmm. um, if they want to get connected to, to you and your programs and, and things like that, what, what's the best way to do that, Christmas? Uh, so my workout program is christmasfitness.com. We're actually getting ready to change it. We're doing Rebel Fit by Christmas yep. just because since I'm bringing on other influencers, I just yeah. like, I don't have to be all of it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, if they're interested in joining my team for Q, which is uh, supplements and CBD changed my life. Like, oh, the, the nutrition value in there is insane then they can email uh me at uh christmas.abbott at gmail awesome well yeah. very cool well uh, again even just that that part that you went through there it, it brought huge value to people so thank you for that because um you know i, I think a lot of times that's uh, the the action part of it is sometimes lost and you know you'll have these discussions and not be able to have some key things and i, I think that's great for people to be able to make notes and if you, and if you haven't done that yet reel it back a little bit and go through those couple of steps because um you know that's that's gold right there so um, it doesn't have to be perfect just no and, and that's important too is just it's the start it's that incremental action right just a little bit and, and if you get it moving then um you know you can you can see big change so yeah. um again thank you for taking the time today we really appreciate it christmas i mean your your stuff has been fantastic if you haven't subscribed to the podcast make sure you do that right now we have great guests every week just like christmas so um again you know thanks very much we'll put in the show notes all the connection points so if you haven't got it here just take a look at the show notes and, uh, and definitely pop over to Christmas's stuff and, uh, and watch for her. She's got lots of stuff out there right now. So, uh, so again, thanks so much. And, uh, and we'll hopefully talk again soon. Thank you. All right. And thanks everybody. And we'll talk again on big idea, big moves. Mm -hmm.